0: is up still studying it is a saturday smooth jam saturday slowing it down dropping the energy a notch as we relax here on this saturday chill out unwind a bit and it's time for another steelers saturday mailbag i am your host here jeremy ritz on the study session this is episode 169 we are inching closer to episode 200 can't believe it feel like we just recorded episode 100 want to thank you for your support along the way on this journey here with the still study so my gratitude to you for being a supporter and for sharing my work with your family and friends thank you so much for that be sure to check out episode 30 of the still study podcast that is up and available on the site today jake the man from behind enemy lines more joins me to give his take on the game against the baltimore ravens that will take place tomorrow very excited about that and the Steelers got some good news early this Saturday and that is that TJ Watt has been activated. He is off the COVID list and that gives the Steelers some hope heading into this contest. Now we just need Cameron Hayward to be healthy, Isaiah Loudermilk, get those guys back out there and let's see what can happen. I would love to connect with you. Please drop me a line via email at thestillstudy at gmail.com and also give me a follow on Twitter at stillstudy. I would love to connect with you drop me your question, comment, feedback and I'll get it on the show like I'm about to do today. I have 3 questions that I'm going to be covering that you have shared with me. So it's always fun to get your content here on the show. So drop me a line. And also to a plug for the other podcast that I do with Jim Wexel over on his site, The Still City Insider. That podcast is called The Still City Insider Podcast. We record every Tuesday. At 5 a.m. and published between 6 and 6 15 a.m. There's an audio and video component. Check it out. Jim Wexel is an OG when it comes to covering the Steelers, having covered the team since 1995, so you don't want to miss that. All right, let's jump right into it. The first one is a comment. It's not even a question, it comes from Buzzy out of Newcastle, PA. And Buzzy's a little ticked here. Buzzy writes, This team sucks. Man, tell us how you really feel, Buzzy. I'm tired of hearing all the excuses about why they are not playing well. Even the vets who have been away from the team for a while, like Ryan Clark, agree. Lose out and get a solid pick. Enough with the mediocrity. First up, Buzzy, thanks so much for your comment. Dude, we're all frustrated. I get it. And I was having a conversation earlier this week with one of my buddies about this very concept of a team tanking, losing out, going 0 6 over these last six games so they can be in a solid draft position and get a good player. And the argument being made that being that the Steelers have picked in the later part of the first round for so many years that it's set them back in terms of talent, which there is an argument to be made there. But what I can tell you is that's not the modus operandi of the Pittsburgh Steelers. Their organization is built on winning and doing everything in their power to achieve victory, regardless of the circumstance, regardless of who's available, regardless of draft status. So the thought or the concept of the Steelers losing deliberately is just ridiculous. What the Steelers are going to do these next six games is is they're going to put their players in the best position to win. They're not going to quit. That's just not the makeup of Mike Tollin. That's not the makeup of these players. That's definitely not the makeup of Big Ben and what could be his final six games of his career. Do you think Cameron Hayward goes into a contest saying, yeah, let's lose. Let's get a good draft pick next year. Do you think TJ Watt says that? Do you think Minka Fitzpatrick thinks that? You think Joe Hayden, I know he's been out with an injury for a while. Do you think he thinks that heading into a game? Do you think Najee Harris goes into a contest thinking, yeah, let's bonk these last six games. Let's get a high draft pick. No, these guys have pride in their performance, in their team. And it's just not going to happen, Buzzy. It's not even realistic. It's pretty absurd. And again, what you're going to get these last six games. And I'm not saying that the Steelers are going to go on a tear and make the playoffs and make a run. But what I can tell you, they're going to battle. They're going to fight. And at the end of the day, the outcome will be what it will be in terms of this season. But there is no quit in this team. And that's why this organization is as strong and as storied as it is. But, Buzzy, anyway, thank you. I'm not discouraging you from sending your comments to the show. I just disagree with you. Next up, we have Nick from Johnstown, PA. He writes, Jeremy, is Najee Harris really that good? Good running backs are supposed to create, but he gets a pass because of the offensive line. Why is this? Nick, out of Johnstown, thank you so much for your question. You could make the argument that Harris has not created much, that he has been given a pass because of the poor play of the offensive line. And there's validity to that. On how many plays, think back over the course of the season, when he's taking the handoff, he's met by a defender immediately. So regardless of how much you can create or produce on your own, When you have a defender in your face, as soon as you're receiving the handoff, what are you supposed to do? And there have been times when that has happened where Harris was able to shake out of that and turn it into something positive. But this offensive line has really been below average in terms of its run blocking. So, yes, Nick, Najee is really that good. What he has produced with this offensive line is admirable. What he's been able to do in the receiving game is admirable. And remember, this kid is a rookie. And here's what I'm going to tell you. Year two for Harris, I'm guaranteeing this now. He's going over 1,500 yards rushing. He's going to have over 700 yards receiving. Next year will be an all-pro season for Harris. You could just see it in this young man the way he approaches the game, his preparation, his effort. His best years are ahead of him. This is a learning season for him. And this running game will get better. So the, the offensive line is not helping Harris. He And he has created. He has created. It's just it, – look at last year with James Conner behind – Not the same offensive line, but even in the Steelers scheme, there might be something schematic. Or as Jim Wexel has said, that teams are able to tee off on the run because of the lack of mobility from Roethlisberger and the lack of a running threat. But Nick, like I said, remember this study session next year. Guarantee it. 1,500 yards rushing from Harris, over 700 yards receiving. Dude is going to have a beast season next year. I guarantee it. That's my big prediction I'm giving today. And then we have ZZ from the ATL. What up, ZZ? ZZ writes, lots of QB hate for this 2022 class. Is it really that bad? ZZ, thanks so much for the question. And I'm going to be honest with you. I have not done enough research to really know the entire draft class. In terms of quarterbacks, I've done some preliminary Study on a few players, specifically Malik Willis, Desmond Ritter, Kenny Pickett, Sam Howell. I'm in the process of learning more about these guys. There are several other prospects out there. And I have read where NFL GMs indicate they don't have a first-round grade on any of these quarterbacks. You're seeing a lot of talk in the media out there that this is a weak crop of quarterbacks, but what I would say is it's entirely too early to draw those types of conclusions. We have a lot of conference championship games that are upcoming. I'm really excited to see Kenny Pickett tonight against Wake Forest. I'm going to profile him next week. I'll actually be talking about him on a session next week and also on the Still City Insider podcast with Jim Wexel. I came away impressed by Pickett's tape. But again, you have those conference championship games. You have the college football playoffs. You've got the combine yet. So as always happens leading up to the draft, player stock improves. You get some buzz generated around some of these guys. and I think you're going to see three or four quarterbacks go off the board in the first round. I'm not saying it's going to be early in the first round. Might be in the later second half of the first round, but easy stay tuned to the Still Study for more coverage of quarterbacks. We're definitely going to dive into that deeper, but I really appreciate your question. And studying, 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 studying. Have a great Saturday. This smooth jams Steelers mailbag Saturday I hope you have a great one watch that ACC championship game tonight get a look at Kenny Pickett you tell me do you think he's the quarterback of the future I'd love to get your take on that I'm gonna be studying that game film and then tomorrow Steelers let's go get it done man TJ's back get the win move the 6-5-1 and bring this team back to life and remember not everybody is a Pittsburgh Steelers fan, but you most certainly are. Have a great weekend, everyone. Peace.